U.S. wheat futures finished the week on either side of unchanged after a mixed reaction to what was largely a neutral WASDA report for wheat. Otherwise, there was additional buying of soft red winter wheat from China that was beneficial to the futures. My name is Michael Wilton with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook for October 16th. You can find the detailed written report online at the Sasquheat website. December contract Chicago winter wheat closed at $5.80 on Friday, up $0.08 cents on Friday, up $0.11 cents on the week. December contract Kansas hard red winter wheat closed at $6.69, down $0.06 cents on Friday, down $0.05 cents on the week. December contract Minneapolis hard red spring wheat closed at $7.22. Down one cent on Friday, up a penny on the week. U.S. wheat futures are trading one to two cents lower in the winter wheat contracts and three to four cents higher in Minneapolis at the time of recording. Matif milling wheat futures are down by two and a quarter to three euros at the time of writing this Monday morning. And just briefly, we'll talk about the global wheat numbers and then get into the buy class numbers shortly. USDA WASDA report put global wheat production down by almost 4 million tons from last month at 783 million tons. This is now a 6 million ton decrease from last year. If true, this would be the first global decline in wheat production since the 2018-2019 season. World wheat consumption was lowered by 3 million tons. The USDA global consumption outstripped supply by 9.4 million tons this year, as global ending stocks are expected to fall to 258 million tons. All right, let's start in Canada. Weekly Canadian wheat exports were large in week 10 at 550,000 tons for a season total of 3.8 million tons. This is over half a million tons ahead of last year's volume. Producer deliveries have slowed and are now behind last year's pace. For Canadian Durham, weekly Canadian Durham exports in week 10 were 92,000 tonnes for a season total of 429,000 tonnes. This is exactly in line with last year. With that said, producer deliveries are slow and well behind last year. For the global Durham trade, Tunisia purchased 100,000 tons of Durham at $415 to $419 on a cost insurance freight basis. The origins are believed to be Turkey and Russia. The last tender in August went for about $10 per ton more. As reported last week, Turkey is emerging as a more significant factor in the Durham export market than previously seen. The 2023-24 Turkish Durham production is estimated at 4 million tons, up 1 million tons, or 33% from the previous year. Normally, the Turkish Durham crop is consumed domestically by pasta processors, but increased demand for Durham and favorable prices have resulted in much higher expected volumes. Indeed, Turkey has already shipped over 1 million tons of Durham, mostly to Italy and, surprisingly, Canada. Canadian Durham values will continue to struggle until demand returns to Canada in the second half of the marketing year. And now to the U.S. The USDA raised U.S. wheat production by 2.1 million tons, 
ending stocks increased by 1.5 million tons from September to 18.2 million tons. Most of the increase in ending stocks were in the hard red winter wheat and the hard red spring wheat classes. The hard red spring wheat class was the main driver behind the USDA's increase in U.S. wheat production. Hard red spring wheat production in the U.S. was raised by 55 million bushels from last month to 468 million bushels, up 5% over last year. Imports were also 5 million bushels higher, now 7% more than last year, for a 60 million bushel increase in the hard red spring wheat supply. Feed use and exports were raised 15 million bushels and 10 million bushels respectively, for a 35 million bushel increase in ending stocks to 137 million bushels. With that all said, ending stocks are up 9% from last year. For the U.S. Durham crop, the USDA increased production by 2 million bushels while reducing imports by 5 million bushels. Ending stocks were thus 3 million bushels lower at 20 million bushels, down almost 30% from last year and lower than the 2021 levels. Weekly U.S. export sales were above expectations last week at 652,000 tons. Total commitments are now at 10.1 million tons, which is 53% of the total amount that the USDA is expecting. There was another sale of 151,000 tons of soft red winter wheat to China. This comes a week after the 220,000 tons that was reported previously. U.S. farmers planted another 17% of the total winter wheat crop over the week, which is now almost 60% complete. Emergence is average. Rain is expected in the winter wheat belt, which will alleviate dry conditions, but could slow some progress. In Australia, Australia had the driest September on record, receiving just 71% of average rainfall amounts. The USDA decreased their estimate for Australia's wheat crop by 1.5 million tons to 24.5 million tons. This is almost 40% less than the previous year's record crop. In Argentina, the USDA's production number was unchanged at 16.5 million tons. This is what Badge had been estimating, but last week they put their estimate down by 300,000 tons. Both estimates are likely too high as the Rosario Grain Exchange lowered their estimate to 14.3 million tons. In the European Union, Matif milling wheat futures ended higher for the week with rumors of additional Chinese buying. The USDA left its balance sheet for the EU unchanged, which includes unrealistically high exports and too low ending stocks. In the Black Sea, the USDA left Russian's wheat production number unchanged, which is too low. It did increase exports to a record 50 million tons. Ending stocks were put unrealistically low, but this will be solved with the higher production that the USDA is not accounting for. Ukraine's balance sheet was left unchanged. As far as some of the significant trades, Egypt was back, buying 480,000 tons of Russian wheat in a private deal and tendering on Thursday, buying 170,000 tons of wheat from Romania and Bulgaria. As far as some of the other news that is impacting wheat markets, the USDA put U.S. corn yields lower than what was expected. 
The USDA is now estimating that the national corn yield will be 173 bushels per acre, compared to what the trade was guessing at 173.5 bushels per acre. As far as the conflict in Israel and Gaza, tens of thousands of Israeli troops are at the border of Gaza, waiting for the order to begin the ground invasion in response to the Hamas terror attacks. As far as the outlook, in the short term, we see futures trading in a narrow range and growers being reluctant sellers at current returns. Russia will continue to be the most aggressive seller as, in their opinion, the price is not bad and they need the money. It is difficult to forecast events when we don't know how the events over Hamas and Israel will develop, but keep in mind that war zones do not create demand. Weather in the Southern Hemisphere, Chinese demand, and Russian exports will be the main drivers moving forward. We would hold additional wheat sales for the new year. Until next time, my name is Michael Wilton with the Saskatchewan Wheat Market Outlook. You can find the detailed written report at sasqui.ca.